Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Shit Show. I sound like a pterodactyl. Ah! <laughs> Kia ora, Etefano. Welcome back to a tradition dish of the shit show. <laughs> I didn't even plan that. <laughs> oh, Lucy, that was straight off the cuff. Yeah. Wait, you did plan that. No, I didn't. Oh, that was actually just. That's why you're a broadcasting <laughs> professional, Lucy, because you can just come up with, <laughs> you can come up with just little sayings like that. <laughs> That might be the one of the of the show. That might be the one. You get to have one as well. Um, the reason I say it's a tradition dish is because I'm back with Squish. <laughs> okay, there's two. Um, and you know, go on, let's go for three. For the past few weeks, we've been we've been switching it up. Dunk comes on every now and again. We miss a week every now and again. But Squish and I's schedules have perfectly lined up to make a what I hope to be a really good episode for you all. We can't promise that, can we, Squish? We never do. No, we never do, never will, but we're going to try. Squish, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, Lucy. I've just come off the Abel Tasman track. Um, oh. For those of you who know what that is, you'll probably be like, okay, cool. But for those of you who don't, it's a really cool, really cool track here in New Zealand, um, really cool part of the world. It was awesome. It was fun. It was very... Fun. I went for some swims in the ocean, which... For Lucy, her face just went shock mode, so... Yeah, I'm serious shock mode at that. Lucy, I even did two in one day, which is pretty cool. The Abel Tasman, everyone, is... Squish and I were just talking about this off mic. It's like the most gorgeous place in New Zealand. It's quite close, or a few hours out of where we grew up, and I feel like I always forget about it, but it's like the best place in the country. It's like Vietnam crossed with a, like, tropical island like you look out and you see these dramatic islands like falling away into the sea, covered in native bush and there's birds everywhere. It's very cool. Beautiful beaches. And very golden beaches, yeah, which is why Squish, who doesn't usually take a dip, felt the need to get in. Oh, look, after a couple of hours on the trotters, you have to get them wet. Oh, on the trotters. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of a good segue for something we're not quite into, but... A story I tagged you in on Facebook that I really hope you're going to talk about. You just keep that in your back pocket then. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Squish, what was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week? Now, this is like totally not a new thing. This is like old school internet meme vibes. Yeah. But I saw a TikTok of the the boom, boom, boom. Now, let me hear you say, Weiho girl. Weiho. <laughs> yeah, you know that? The one who's like horrifically out of time and yeah. out of tune. Um, Ruby will... Chuck it in here for you now. I say boom, 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 and everybody say wee-ho. Boom, 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 let me hear you say wee-ho. I say boom, 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 and everybody say wee-ho. So I feel like that was like a defining bit of my childhood, yes. my internet upbringing. Um, and then I saw it on, on TikTok. 
yesterday and I was like, oh my God, I've got to bring that to the shit show. If you don't know about the boom, 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 everybody let me hear say, way ho girl. I'm on a quest to make everybody know about her. She's a legend. I don't know what she does now. Maybe I should have done a little bit of researching. I was going to say, I was hoping this would be a, where are they now? Boom, boom, boom. Everybody say, way ho girl. But in fact, it was just, it's like that cozy feeling when you see a, a vine that you loved in the past now getting all the traction that it deserves on TikTok, hey? Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's like a little blast from the past. Are you looking at what she does now? But... Yeah, I'm just, I'm just Googling. Kathy May 15 from Norway. Oh. Mm, knowyourmeme.com. Let's have a look. 11 years ago, apparently. Oh, shit. Oh, the original song is from 1995. Good year, that. Mm, Squish was born in that year. Oh, she also did a tribute to Journey's Don't Stop Believing. Just a boom, boom, girl. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear that. Way home. <laughs> All right. Lucy, you can... Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna move I'm going deep. I found her a real name. Okay, we don't want to dox her. Well, Nick, my weirdest thing is, like, just universally awesome. Sorry, but that sounded so lame as I was prepping to say it, that I had to say it like that. But and why did you do that then? Because <laughs> well, you put up, if you thought- boom, 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 girl. Okay, well, my weirdest thing is universally very cool. Um, Harry Styles did a shoey, and it's sort of cemented the Harry Styles, Daniel Ricardo friendship pipeline thing that I'm obsessed with. Did you see Harry Styles do the showy? I saw you post Harry Styles do the showy. Is he just getting ready for his Australia New Zealand shows? When are they? They're coming up. Well, he did He did the showy at, at a Perth show. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. He's got to be in Australia, right? And isn't Perth Danny Rick's hometown? Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just love those two. Harry wears Daniel Ricardo merch. There's like all this lore that they have mutual friends that sort of Either introduce them to each other or introduce them to the worlds of each other. And now they're kind of fans of each other. I want them to meet. They're like the two smiliest people ever. Daniel Ricardo is so cute. Underrated on this podcast. But they're, they're, they're both so busy. They're like ships they're in the night. So they might never meet. Aren't they? So they just have to do these like symbolic things to let each other know that they're thinking of each other. Yeah, so when's Danny Rick doing a Harry Styles song? <laughs> Now that would be good. When are they both coming on the podcast? All oh, right. Well, you can probably make that happen, Lucy, more than I can. Oh, well, actually. Two degrees of separation is if one commented on your post and you went on the Gemma Styles podcast. And I haven't even told the people that. Everyone, huge part of the week. You'll hear about it on Culture Vulture. Went on Gemma Styles podcast. But more importantly, if one commenting on, the, on our Instagram post was like, it wasn't as cool, but it was pretty cool. And ESPN posting, they posted a collage of Harry Styles and Daniel Ricardo, like Harry wearing Daniel's merch, doing the shoey, Daniel doing the shoey, Daniel holding up a I Love Harry post, uh, I Love Harry t-shirt. I just thought, good on you, ESPF, ESPN. <laughs> ESPF 50 sunscreen. <laughs> I had a bit of that on the Abel Tasman. That's how much sports knowledge, like that's how used to sports coverage I am. Also, Nick. I actually have to apologise on here as we're talking about this. God, what have you done? You know, my favourite story about comparing you and Callum and stuff watching the Tour de France to me and Ruby staying up and watching One Direction stuff. Yeah, yeah. It definitely did come up with Gemma Styles. Oh. It definitely came up on something. I've been doing a lot of press this week for whatever reason and came up again. And I remember thinking, I must tell Squish. Get ready for abuse. <laughs> no, it's always like, obviously I love my brother's. But 
I think they might cut that bit out. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> but it, it is also cute because then the world knows that you held sleepovers for Tour de France. What like it's such a cute story. Like it's not a toxic. One of my story. childhood highlights: making toast beside the fireplace. Yeah, three a.m. watching like Tour one de France. Of my ingrained memories of growing up, like it was always fun. Oh, if you can wake up at three a.m. and and go out and hang out with the boys, and they'll be watching the Tour de France. But I could never wake up. Anyway. 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 It feels like waking up at 3 a.m. getting up to do this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I texted Squish this morning. Everyone was like, Lurs, wake up. And Nick just texted back, Ainer. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> Incredible <are> content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone. It's 6 a.m. What do you expect? Not that they even say anything because they can't because it's a podcast. Anyway, Squish. Cyclone. Hmm. Cyclone. We yes, one. we did have one. For those of you who are unaware, last week the east coast of the North Island of New Zealand was hit by a devastating cyclone, Cyclone Gabriel, uh, destroying homes, roads, farms, entire communities, some of which still don't have communication, uh, coming on a week later. The death toll is currently officially at 11, but with an, the number of people unaccounted for at 800 as of Wednesday morning, that number is expected to rise so it's incredibly hard to like visualize the scale of the disaster like you can go on the news websites and see a couple of photos you know there's a famous one of the couch sitting in the tree um which apparently is real and not staged which is pretty crazy um but one of the best ways i've been able to understand it is through tiktok over the last few days the cell coverage and and power is restored to some of these like hardest hit regions i've seen more and more videos of not only like the devastation caused by the cyclone but also the the great new zealanders mucking in and helping helping out one another which is you know super heartening to see Mm -hmm. there are plenty of places online where you can read stories from those affected and i would definitely recommend checking them out to get a sense of how fast and how unexpected it was um because leading up to it we had like a whole week of the cyclone is coming towards New Zealand, but it was mainly focused on the impact that would have it around the Auckland region. No one really thought that it was going to have such an impact yeah. um, on the East Coast Hawke's Bay area. That's what I've been thinking about a wee bit. Well, quite a lot, obviously, because I live in Auckland. We were expected, we had to stay home. We were told, Nick texts me being like, fill your, fill your sink with cheeseburgers because they won't go off, so if you lose power, like, they'll yeah. self-preserve. Yeah, emergency preparation with squish. Yeah. And, like, Rubes and Liv and stuff filled up their bath with water. Everyone I knew was at home battening down the hatches. In a city, Auckland, I mean, maybe as expected, although we did get hit quite bad with the floods, we were actually okay except for a shit ton of wind, which you can expect. But the Hawke's Bay region, where I... Wasn't even expecting it to be hit like nearly as bad as Auckland has been. Do you reckon what the most devastating parts of this whole cyclone aftermath have been? It's going to be one of the most expensive natural disasters New Zealand's ever had. Possibly even more than the earthquakes. Some of the photos of particularly the mud after sort of in the aftermath of the cyclone that has just filled houses. It actually looks like this hellscape from the end of the world at some and some yeah, spots. Yeah, I've seen like apocalyptic being thrown around yes. a couple of times, and yeah, and it's like pretty much yeah, like a building's like three quarters full with mud. Like, what do you even do? Yeah, and then that mud dries, and it just looks like ash. It looks like a volcano's just come and 
Yeah, gets all dusty. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's going to be pretty hard for the for Hawke's Bay and um, Wairoa in those areas for a wee while. I would thought I would bring a couple of slightly different stories that I've seen around um, post-cyclone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first is about the um, the Māori Navy SEALs. Have you heard about these guys? No. These are three awesome dudes. There's an article on stuff about this, so I've sort of t- taken bits and pieces. I would totally recommend going to to see the whole interview. Hell yeah. So when Chris Barber yelled out, are you guys the Navy, to the wetsuit-clad rescuers who'd arrived in an inflatable jet boat, he got perhaps the most Kiwi reply ever uttered. Nah, we're just three Māori boys. So those those three boys are Mickey Kihi, Ricky Kihi, and Moroho Maxwell, uh, and they spent the afternoon of the cyclone rescuing dozens of people from the roofs of houses, transporting them to a local winery on high ground by the way of inflatable jet boat. Yeah, as I said, there is an interview with Mikey on stuff that is a must-read, in my opinion. It shows how humble these boys are. And how it wasn't even a decision. They all just stepped up to help. Oh, I've got goosebumps, honestly. Like, I don't know why I'm sort of tearing up. Like, that's legend behavior. So here's a couple of highlights from the interview. Um, This is from uh, Mikey. So honestly, it all kind of happened just so fast. Ricky showed up at my house at roughly 5 a.m. Tuesday saying to gear up in my wetsuit as we had a family staying in Esk Valley who had lost contact after saying they were climbing onto the roof. We made our way down and proceeded to launch launched the jet boat, just below Eskdale School. Once we took off, two major challenges presented immediately. Firstly, what path Motoho had to navigate? I mean, there was shit everywhere. Power lines were toppled in all directions and water was thick with silt, making it impossible to gauge depths. Secondly, the jet intake kept blocking, which meant at 20 second intervals, he had to cut the engine to clear it by hand, resulting in me and Ricky clinging onto trees and signs so we weren't swept away in the current. Mikey goes into detail in this interview about several rescues they undertook, including families and a group of dogs stuck on roofs, people stuck on sideways caravans that had floated down a river, um, road workers who had gone out to like mark the roads to be closed off because they thought it's just going to be you know, a little bit of surface flooding, um, yeah. stuck on their trucks and clinging onto trees in the floodwaters. And the list goes on. Like, it's it's literally dozens of people. So I, w- I would totally recommend checking it out on stuff. Um, and man, like... We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. For sure. There's a there's a video of them in the jet boat dropping people off. Um, so you can see wow. you can see these three guys. And, the, and it's, not, it's a little tiny boat. So those guys, honestly, deserve whatever bravery awards... NZ can offer because they legitimately saved well, yeah. like tens of lives for sure. And that's, I mean, goes without saying, everyone. And actually, it's not even like that outlandish to say this because we're having extreme weather events more and more, unfortunately, because the climate do be changing. That's very dangerous. Like, it's very brave, so dangerous. Like, these dudes, the fact that they had wetsuits and stuff on hand and they knew to clear out the motor at different interview- intervals – it gives me like the impression that they are pretty fucking good and confident in the boat and in the water. Yeah, for sure. And so they they did this, and it's the best thing ever. Um, obviously, don't try this at home and cause more. Well, hopefully, you never have have flood water this high at home. Well, that's what I was saying. But like, you know, I can't actually promise that. Because in yeah, exactly. three weeks we've had floods and cyclones, but thought, oh, they sound like absolute legends, Squish. And I love that you've brought that story to all of us. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. 
Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As a bit of a credit to the New Zealand media and stuff in particular, this is going to sound like a name drop. I, I had dinner with a bunch of people from stuff last night and asked them how their fundraising efforts were going because they aimed for $100,000 and it's nearly at $4 million. But. Obviously, that's down to the people of New Zealand, but Sinead Boucher, who's the CEO of stuff, is just like a fucking legend and like basically drop everything, put everyone on the story. I mean, of course you're going to, but she's like, she's just like, your mum like she's just like a mum and she just cares so deeply and yeah then when I asked how's the fundraiser going and she was like goosebumps like nearly at four million dollars that's legit credit where credit due um now Lucy you had a real good segue into this next story from earlier in the pod but I can't remember it no it was just the fact that you said you had to get your trot oh you had to get me trotters. You ah, uh, yes, okay. Yeah, I just wanted. To, I knew it was good. I just wanted to bring it up again. I don't know how to start this, but I wrote a little. Um, <laughs> I wrote a little nursery rhyme. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> okay, go. Okay, this little piggy went to high ground. This little piggy went home, and this little piggy floated into the Smiths family's uh, flood damaged Fernhill property and made himself at home on a mattress in one of the bedrooms. <laughs> Sorry, from hearing that nursery rhyme, everyone, is this not the most squish-coated story you've ever heard? So Michael, the uh, the dad of the family, had to punch his way out of a shed on the family's property to get him and his wife, Stacey, um, brother Jake, and their three children, Bella, William, and Samuel, to the safety of the roof. So a nearby creek was rising and flooding from the left, and suddenly water also started coming on from the right. Um, they did have a truck packed and ready to go, presuming the creek was just the threat to watch out for. Um, but then obviously water surrounded the place and they didn't know which way to go. Um, they were trapped on the roof until a helicopter picked them up uh, at one thirty on Tuesday. So that's pretty crazy. Like all of a sudden the flood water came up and they were stuck on the roof. So pretty terrifying yeah. ordeal to go through for you and your family. Literally. Through it all, Stacey says, their sense of humour has remained intact, even if their home wasn't. And when they found the pig on return to their house, it was the laugh they all needed. There's plenty of good things to find amongst the shitstorm, she told Hawks Bay today, after the family spent yesterday cleaning up. Um, the pig, he's not ours, but he keeps hanging out. He's been such a light reprieve for us. The kids love him. He's been really entertaining for them. So I feel like we let you all listen to the nursery rhyme and hoped that you got the gist of the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you pretty much without, got the... No, without saying... Well, it's the important yeah. information. The piggy floated into the Smith's family's flood-damaged Fernhill property and made himself at home on a mattress in one of the it, bedrooms. It, it, For those it, of you who forgot the nursery rhyme. It reminds me of the seal that came into the family home and the marine biologist wasn't there. I was thinking that... <laughs> The one time he could have been useful. <laughs> um, oh, well, I'm happy the family's safe. And also, Nick, just as a side note, I'm going to do this as a mundane poll, but you said in there a helicopter came to pick them up. Do you know what the two words that make helicopter up are? Yes. Oh, because I asked this at dinner last night to like all these 
incredibly smart yeah. word to yeah. people, like German. How many of them speak Greek? And because Ben had told me, our little brother Ben told me, and then I had to fact check it after because I was like, fuck. Maybe Ben was wrong. So the two words, oh, shit, should I? No, I'm not going to tell you all. No, should I? We'll just do the mundane poll today or tomorrow, tomorrow morning. I'll do it tomorrow. And just go, to find out the answer, listen to the shit show. Listen to the shit show. Uh-huh. The two words that make up helicopter are helico, which means spiral, like widely, I means spiral, and P-T-E-R, which means to take flight or like yeah like like pterodactyl yeah so technically we should be pronouncing if the p is silent in pterodactyl and in ter we should be pronouncing helicopter helicopter well that sounds stupid and i'm not going to do that well i'm going to start doing it just with the <laughs> asshole that's like mm, actually <laughs> actually guys it's pronounced helicopter actually guys it's ancient greek <laughs> <laughs> My little brother told me, and then I talked with my older brother about it, and we agreed. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, I'm sorry. The fact that Nick already knew um, meant that the reaction fell a little flatter. <laughs> because because I was in the car when Ben told you. Oh, ah, <laughs> now I sound like a pterodactyl. Ah! <laughs> yeah, one that's been hit by a helicopter. <laughs> helicopter. Anyway. Continue. <laughs> um, are we on to my news story? Yeah, I think so. I think it's best for everybody. I'm going to make them really quick because I feel like that's what the audience deserves. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you put up with enough punishment. Yes. Number one. A court in South Korea has basically just legally recognized same-sex couples for the first time, which... I know every time we talk about stories like this in 2023, it feels like it's quite late. But I was going to say it's pretty low bar to cross, but... Yeah, but like in South Korea, actually in Japan as well, it's um, still illegal. Same-sex marriages are still illegal. So anyway, a court in South Korea has just ruled that same-sex couples are entitled to the same spousal coverage under the National Health Insurance Service as heterosexual couples. Which, yeah, is the first time the country's kind of legally recognised the marital status of a gay partner. This overturned um, a previous ruling in 2022, which rejected a gay couple's petition after one partner was told he had to make separate health insurance payments. Usually, under the law in South Korea, um, a dependent is exempt from making health insurance payments if their spouse meets certain employment conditions, but this proved um, not to be the case if you were in a same-sex couple. But now, like, they sort of took that took that precedent and ruled that actually no to have the same fucking rights as a heterosexual couple in this case. So nice. that is one good news story, albeit quite late second one nick facebook and instagram are also testing selling you blue ticks verification ticks for 24 dollars a month on web 30 dollars on a phone that's fucking insane that's 30 bucks a month so much money i wrote about this in the newsletter the other day and i said what's that saying about doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results 
It either means you're insane or you're the head <sighs> of a big social media company. Like, it, why Squish? It's to pay for all of the free cereal and free granola bars in the Cupertino headquarters. At the Silicon Valley headquarters. Well, I was literally like, why would anyone... I mean, not a hot take, but I was sort of like, why would anyone pay this? And Mark Zuckerberg said that basically it just means that if you have a government ID, you can get a blue badge to stop impersonation. But I'm like, $30 a month, you could just post your ID on your stories if you wanted. I mean, don't do that. But (laughs) Yeah, post your address (laughs) as well. Especially if you sung Boom Boom Boom, let me say Waiho. (laughs) 2011. Just to, just to circle back, as you did promise you would. Mm-hmm. So they're calling it Meta Verified, and yeah, it just lets you prove that you are you, which, like, we talked about this in our Twitter episode. The, the idea of being able to verify yourself as you, like, isn't a bad idea. To have to pay for it instead of just being able to upload something and, yeah. you know, get the tick. And then, you know, with, like, one minute of extra digging, realised... You actually do get a little bit extra for paying this fee. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. What do you get? You get exclusive stickers for stories and reels. Oh, cool. And you'll receive 100 free stars per month, which is the digital currency you can use to tip creators on Facebook. Oh, my God. So, $30, you get 100 stars to give to other people. And some stickers. I can't wait to click my Facebook stars. I can't wait to log into Facebook for the first time in 10 years to get my stars. So, everyone, um, why did they do that? Anyway, if you can answer me that, well, obviously for money. Um, Squish and I actually did an episode that I still think back to. The premise of it was, like, basically, why is every tech company just copy, acquire, or kill? Um, And it was about... It was about this very idea. Man, that's a long time ago now. I know. But it was like, you know, we sort of went back to how Snapchat... Uh, how Instagram copied stories from Snapchat and now everyone's like Spotify is about to launch a TikTok looking like user face interface mm. user face no I like user face no it sounds like a Facebook ripoff user face yes <laughs> anyway um, so so that's happening and you know good luck to them but I won't be paying 30 bucks a month for that and then to finish us off a good news story um, and one that, like, I'm actually obsessed with. Ten years after going unnoticed, Daughter's TikTok turns Dad's novel into number one bestseller. Squish, have you seen this? I've seen it only because you sent it in the Slack chat, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Which which I use to make sure I don't forget what I want to talk about, but that's that's good. It means you're sort of across it. Basically, it's like this perfect mix of, like, heartwarming sort of old people and also like a good news story anyway so this dad called i love that i'm calling him this dad and author called lloyd Devereux richards um is now a best-selling author like number one best-selling author on amazon and like i think is i think the book is now like on back order like everyone wants it and so basically what happened was in not he started writing this book called stone maidens back in 1998 which is based on real crimes that happened during his college years and he spent like over 10 years writing this book. It was finally published in 2012 after like years of rejections from literary agents and editors. But then it just didn't get many sales because you can write the best book in the world. Unfortunately, 
like if the marketing's not there, there's so many books that it's just going to get lost. And so his daughter saw how much effort he put into writing this book and how little sales sort of came from it. So she put it on TikTok and at, at this present moment, it's had over 47 million views. Whew. God, it's changed her dad's life overnight. He's like sold out this book. It's number one on Amazon. He's now in negotiations over his second book. Like his literary agent are talking about movie deals. Like for the record, not everything has to be a movie. I like stand by the fact that not everything has to be turned into a TV show or a movie, but maybe the book's really good. And the dad's just like stoked and he's really cute and she makes all these videos about him. And I don't know, it's just really nice that he worked on like a labor of love for years. Years. And then for 10 years it didn't sell. And now he's got this like bestseller on his hands because of the power of TikTok. Number one bestseller in police procedurals on uh, on Amazon, apparently. And he just seems like such a G, so go TikTok. You can get it on paperback for $8.97. It's a bargain. We're rolling in it as well now, so good on you, Lord. Lloyd. Lord. Good on you, Lloyd. Yeah, shout out Lord for writing Stone Maiden. It could be a um, it could be a name of a Lord yeah, album. It could be too. Anyway, mm. um, we've waffled on at you for long enough. Do you reckon Squish or got more to say? <laughs> yeah, well, Lucy, Lucy's good. Lucy just told me off air that she's going to read uh, Stone Maidens and no, and come back to you next week with a book review. No. So everyone ask Lucy to do Stone that. Stone Maidens. And if she doesn't come up with it next week, then. There'll be Chat trouble. GPT will hopefully bring me up something good. Nah, uh, ChatGPT can't. Oh no, ChatGPT might be able to because it came out in 2012. Exactly. Also, just on ChatGPT, and maybe this is for another episode, obviously, because it's at the very end of this episode. I'll spoil it. But someone sent me, they used ChatGPT, I think the paid version maybe, and they asked who who runs Shit You Should Care About or what it is. And it was like it's a media company run by... Madeline Chapman and Alex Casey from oh. spin-off with Madeline Chapman as the driving force behind it. Like and and they sent it they were like loose live and rubes erasure and sent me like <laughs> and I was just thinking, damn it's not that factual. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you believe that? Factual. Yeah. But I mean, at least it's credited with very incredible writers from from the spin-off. So Yeah, I was gonna say, at least it's not just nobodies. Yeah. They're somebodies. You're all somebodies, everyone listening. Nick didn't mean that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm in trouble for, to be honest. No, neither. But should we Should we let you yep. trot off? I've got to get to work. <laughs> so, First day back after a week off. Can you believe it? Oh. No, I love my job. I know. Squish actually has a very cool job. And I've got some of his lovely wine in the fridge that I'm going to take on holiday this weekend. You lovely. Anyway, team, it's been a pleasure, as usual. Um, if you want more hot takes, come to the Daily Newsletter. If you want more hot memes, go to the Shit Show Instagram. Sometimes there's memes there, sometimes mm-hmm. there's not, but it's a surprise for you. <laughs> and if you want, like, slightly less good memes, come to the Shit You Should Care About Instagram. We will see you all next week. Cannot wait. Ciao. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.